0: Hey there, it's Chrissy and Charlie for Thinking, and on today's episode, we're going to be covering a controversial topic, I would say, um, and you know, it's, it's everyone's favorite controversial topic but it's MQLs, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're, actually, this is kind of a marketing ops debate, so Charlie's been doing some uh, LinkedIn posts uh, with the hashtag marketing ops debate and putting some questions out there that get everyone fired up um and you know
1: people have a lot of opinions in marketing operations
0: yeah we are quite opinionated in marketing ops so (laughs) um actually i think everyone why do you think that is um
1: i think maybe because there's so many different ways you can do things and they all have their pros and cons
0: yeah and i think everyone gets into a habit of doing things a certain way and i think sometimes you don't want to figure out that there might be a better one (laughs) yeah
1: or you end the habit and then there has to be the contrarians out there that are pushing the the other narrative that you're doing everything wrong
0: right so yeah yeah,
1: it's an interesting world to be in
0: but i like this topic because this is basically a revisit and maybe even a change of mind for you and this is what i think also wow
1: people can change their minds these days
0: (laughs) yeah people can change their mind like you know you might like a band when you're like 10 years old but maybe you change your mind later you know something like that so uh you yeah. okay <laughs> taste change opinions change and so um yeah so, so before, what are we talking about we're talking we're talking about mqls mm-hmm. and on our last podcast you know you kind of Put all the reasons out there why people should care less about MQLs and why MQLs are basically just a guess. Um,
1: and that, that was, I can't even remember when that was now. Definitely almost a year, a year ago, ago, maybe.
0: Yeah, one of our first um, kind of uh, first few episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: and so now you're in...
1: Different mindset.
0: Maybe just a different...
1: More nuanced.
0: Yeah, it's more nuanced. Um, and, um, so let's just get to it. I mean, for back then we were talking about MQLs being just a guess. And I think part of that was that everyone continued to put all of their focus on MQLs and the reporting and, um, why we just talked about, that's just not the right metric to look at. You should be focusing on pipeline and revenue. Um, and I think that still holds true, but maybe you talk about, it sounds like you're maybe changing your mind. You might even like MQLs now. <laughs>
1: well, I call it my love, hate, like MQL journey. So back, you know, 10 years ago or several years ago, um, you know, MQLs was a big deal. I felt like it was something I looked at a lot. Um, then about five or so years ago, um, I started to get a bit disillusioned with MQLs. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but I feel like I hated MQLs before it was cool to hate MQLs. (laughs) You're hipster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why did the hipster burn his mouth on a pizza? He ate it before it was cool. Before it was cool. (laughs) Anyway, so the um, the 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 journey in my mind was so, and actually, what I wrote about this in the newsletter um, last weekend around kind of the history of the MQL and why people hate them now so maybe I'll go into that and I think because that was why I started to really dislike MQLs and um, so in, in the newsletter I, I had a few bullet points and the, the main reason why people started to get just so upset with them was that marketing started to just get way too focused with mqls Mm -hmm. it was like the the number one metric they were looking at you know how many mqls did i get from this event how many mqls am i getting each quarter how many mqls have i got this year what what is my mql goal um and at the same time they they weren't really looking at pipeline revenue like you mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. um so then what does that do right what gets measured gets managed that famous quote so Everyone was just trying to generate MQls. Mm-hmm. You know, the goal was just to create more, more MQls. More and like, and like in the video that I talked about a while back, it's so easily manipulated, right? Mm-hmm. What's the fastest way to generate more MQls? Like lower, lower the threshold. threshold.
0: So does anyone have like a threshold anymore? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what ended up happening. Is like basically if you just like sneeze, you became an MQL.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, they they were so marketing's MQLing basically anything right um and then you started realizing oh wait a sec the conversion rate when we look at funnel metrics the conversion rate from mql to pipeline is like less than 1% mm-hmm. oh my god we're really wasting a lot of M- uh, a lot of our sdrs and sales team time mm-hmm. you know it, it creates that a bit of drama between those two teams and and then you realize okay wait mqls don't really mean much right mm-hmm. like You can't pay your bills with an mql right you can't pay your staff investors don't particularly care about mqls so you know they care about revenue and growth Mm -hmm. so now everyone thinks the marketing isn't driving revenue and that's where we got to the point you know as this wave started with people hating mqls because people were just too focused on them right and Mm -hmm. and they it was kind of a mutually exclusive situation where we were focusing on MQLs and we weren't focusing on pipeline already
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i th- the I think the key thing there is just it's just like not standard as well I think it's like you're and and people will always say like how do i how do I generate more mqLs I wrote a post about this last week, and it you know p- part of that is you know, why are you even a- trying to answer that question? is that going to solve your problem because I think we'll always see kind of symptoms to trying to just handle that you generate more mqls even if they're not the right fit for you that means just more stuff the sdr team has to sift through there and what a result of that too is the SDR team is can we just automate more of this and it's like well what's what's their job at that point Mm -hmm. and and then the the good ones aren't getting the proper follow-up so you'll i think that's Wanting to generate more MQLs and then doing that is just going to further create the problem. So you need to look at you know, where is the source of that problem, and and it probably means like it doesn't mean focus on generating more MQLs. So, but but if we do go back to the original idea of an MQL, I think that's where maybe you can start to like MQLs again. And I think also with just a ton of the data that you can actually operationalize into prioritizing or, or creating MQL is maybe where you can um, change your mind and maybe the business's mind, but still, you know, maybe, is that maybe why you're starting to like them and-
1: that's part, that's part of the reason. I think the main reason is that I don't see, now I think with the companies, that we work with mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people have cottoned onto this now um i don't think it's mutually exclusive between caring about mqls and caring about pipeline and revenue mm-hmm. so now you can care about both yeah right like and the the thing is it, now companies are able to really tie their impact to revenue and they realize that they have to marketing can't be seen as a cost center marketing needs to get um you know return on investment and be able to get more funding and more budget next year. And so we need to be able to tie our activities to revenue. And I think a lot of people have cottoned onto that over the last several years. Um, and it, you know, now it's kind of the norm, right? Mm-hmm. So I see people hate on MQLs now and I'm like, damn, like, I mean, it's it's like, and they say everyone should be focused on pipeline and revenue. And I'm like, oh yeah, also in news, water is wet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, of course. Like what marketer doesn't think that anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's kind of like old news now that you shouldn't focus on MQLs and you should focus on pipeline and revenue. But you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There is, unless, you know, some companies are different, there's obviously more nuance on nuance and nuance, but there there is generally a hand, in a B2B there's generally a handoff between marketing and sales, right? Mm-hmm. And marketing should be trying to give sales the best um, leads, for lack of a better term, yeah. Um, someone that is showing high intent is good fit and is ready for a sales conversation. Yeah. So if you have a high threshold for MQL, like maybe it's only demos or only contact us or you know, a lot of intent and not kind of like this, uh, you know, fluffy way of handing over an MQL. Then what is wrong with that? What is saying this is marketing has qualified this and now sales, mm-hmm. you are ready. Yeah. now I, I i think when it comes down to metrics and tracking and performance reviews looking at mqls i don't think that's super important focusing on pipeline revenue is obviously far more important mm-hmm. but as a leading indicator i think mqls give you uh, an idea of is our marketing mix engaging with the right type of people mm-hmm. and is it engaging with them well mm-hmm. and that gives you a pulse check on what's going on mm-hmm. right it's like any other metric It is not looked at in isolation like you're not only looking at mqls Mm -hmm. if you're you know a mature organization you're looking at that you're looking at probably even earlier metrics like your web activity then you're looking at later stage metrics like revenue and pipeline and if you're a marketing organization that ties that whole thing together develops the story has a good understanding of everything then i don't see why mql shouldn't be part of that story Mm -hmm. anymore whereas in the past i used to think you know just scrap it it, it leads people down the wrong path. It's stupid. We should dump it. Now I think if you are obviously with the caveat, if you are focusing on pipeline and revenue as a marketing organization and you do have a deep understanding of you know the the programs and how you are impacting revenue, then why not also have a look at MQLs too? It's part of the story. And it, and it's an earlier stage indication on what's what's working and what's not working. Um, yeah, I think
0: it's all about having – it's like anything in life, like having a healthy mindset on how to use it. Like you can cut out, you know, all carbs from your diet and be keto. But how long can you do that? And is that even really going to solve your problem? Or are you going to fall into other bad habits or like, you know, like anything. Like you want to have a balance to all of the metrics that you're using. And I think to your point too, I think – um, the, the key thing here is you can do much smarter MQLing and with the data set that we have just at our fingertips. And you can also have a more structured, um, kind of data set for that as far as, you know, is it tailored toward your target accounts or the right accounts? And I think now, more than ever, we have a better insight, you know, all companies into what their ICP is, and they can actually operationalize that. Um, and then further on from that, you can even, you know, generate more like PQLs. So you can try and gather insights if you have a product or a freemium model that people have access to mm-hmm. and see what their activity is there. That's an awesome source of operationalizing that type of data and get yep. insights into who sales should follow up with because they can't follow up with every sign up. They can't follow up with every you know person that just um, uses their free tool, but they need a way to pick out the good ones so they can really focus their time. And I think that's the key. This is a source of, from a campaign's perspective, are you generating the right people and then from a prioritization standpoint, it gives marketing and sales the, the data that they need to figure out who should get the right follow up, who should get the most personalized follow up, who should be followed up right away. And then also maybe who, what follow up should be automated, because those are just kind of like people that are are kind of like lower level. Um, leads that maybe you don't have enough insight into whether they're good fit but you still want to give good due diligence well then a a scoring model or mql pql model will help you prioritize the right ones for sales and then leave the rest for some automation so it can can really drive some really cool things operationally that you can do to keep the machine running but in a way where everyone is maximizing their time and effort right at
1: its core it's just a a prioritization tool. Right? Yeah. Fun. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I've never heard anyone say prioritization is bad. <laughs> right. And so, so if you're able to say, okay, this is there's like some intelligence that I'm putting into this prioritization framework, which is looking at are they interested and are they the right fit for us? And I'm gonna then use that prioritization framework to then tell sales whether they should care about this or not. Um, and then I wanna be able to see, are we generating high priority leads for sales or low priority from different activities? I don't see the problem with that, right? Mm. So, and again, this with all the caveats, like of course, focus on revenue, of course, focus on pipeline, like who isn't now? And that, you know, don't get too, don't live or die by the MQL number. It can right. be very misleading. You have to understand where the traps are. But if you are a sophisticated marketer, you're able to really think about it properly. And obviously you focus on pipeline and revenue. I said that like a hundred times, cause I wanna make sure people are clear. Like we're not saying only focus on yeah. MQLs.
0: No doubt someone's still gonna comment.
1: Yeah, um, well that's the problem with, you know, all the <laughs> stuff on social media. It, it lacks that you can't be nuanced. Um, one, it doesn't get, if you're too nuanced and you, you're too like kind of, it depends then um pe- like it doesn't get as much engagement. And then also it's always good to kind of like people love being the contrarian and tell everyone else kind of they're doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So um but yeah so I think the it this the the moral of the story is, you know, whether you're calling it an MQL or not, you probably have a process where your handing leads to sales, right? Um so uh, like a lot of people it's easy for them to define it as an that as an MQL and it does have some value if you are making sure you're focusing on all the right things too
0: mm-hmm. yeah totally so That's it. you know now we kind of <laughs> like MQLs. we'll do another
1: one in a year i'll probably hate them again
0: <laughs> But the thing is and i think this is the key to this is you we like mqls when they're used properly and then also just operationalize effectively um if you're just saying anyone who just does anything is mql not really the case so all right so yeah we'll revisit this maybe in a year and see if you change your mind charlie
1: yeah probably (laughs) we will have yeah (laughs) um
0: all right so hopefully you guys enjoyed this if you have any comments um feel free to send them to us and we'll see you on the next episode of forward thinking
1: this is charlie so if you liked what you heard hit like on the platform where you watch this. Also, leave a review. Honestly, we would really, really appreciate it. You can also subscribe where you listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even YouTube. And make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, which is packed full of exclusive content, updates for events or courses that we might be doing, all designed to elevate your marketing operations and B2B strategy. See you next time on Forward and Forward It Up.